Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. In studio with the ever-silent Sarah Price running the boards and co-host Lisa Durfus, who's apparently trying to run the show today. <laughs> no, it's just funny when you were saying the ever-silent. For a second there, I thought you were going to say my name following that. Completely not the case. But anyway, it's nice to be here. You are not ever-silent. <laughs> no. That is for sure. How are your holidays going? Pretty well. I was going to ask you if you got your holiday things up, but I'm going to avoid that question completely because I already know the answer to that and I don't want to get blasted on the air. Yeah, that is very wise of you. Very wise. It's a hectic time of year and it's one thing to have to decorate, but you also want to make time to celebrate, I think. I'm not particularly fond of the holidays because of all the years that I worked in retail. I know you worked in retail for a number of years as well. So I'm kind of soured on the whole experience. I kind of got sick of the complete commercialization of the holidays and the barrage of commercials. Last year I went to India, so I got to miss most of it. And this year my receiver blew out, so I'm not seeing any commercials. So it's kind of cool. I, on the other hand, I love the holidays. And now that I'm not in retail at a major department store, I don't know. I do kind of miss that hustle and bustle, getting the presents. And it's fun. I love it. Well, one of the other things that I really like about the holidays is getting together, of course, with family and exchanging presents and also with all of the holiday parties that people attend. Of course, we're going to have one here at the Maya Tea Company. That's always a nice bash that we throw here. And, you know, we were looking over holiday traditions and what kind of holiday teas people are using. There seems to be a lot of interest in holiday punches. Now, I remember having punch in school. Do you remember that in classes? Oh, my gosh, yes. And any gathering, there was always punch. Well, we have a little recipe for the classic grandmother's punch recipe, probably something that you would find at a school gathering. I think we used to have it even during the holidays. I remember having that as a kid. And that takes two packages of unsweetened strawberry-flavored drink mix powder. I still think you can get those, can't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I haven't looked down that aisle. Oh, I look down that aisle all the time. (laughs) Yes, it's out there. Then you'll need two and a half cups of white sugar, four quarts of cold water, two six-ounce cans of frozen orange juice concentrate, two six-ounce cans of frozen pineapple juice concentrate, a few oranges, two or three, sliced into rounds so they can float on top. I think that's always pretty. A liter of ginger ale and half a gallon of orange sherbet. And what you do is, in a big punch bowl, put in the drink mix, the water, the sugar, stir it up until the sugar dissolves, put in the orange juice and pineapple juice concentrates, and then just before you serve the punch, you want to throw the orange slices in there, stir in the ginger ale, And for me, I always like a little separate scoop of sherbet in each cup. I don't know about you, but... Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that makes it kind of fun. And then it floats on top, too, and it's very, very tasty. It's almost like a Rupert float, but with sherbet. But the thing about that punch is it doesn't have any tea in it. And, of course, I've got to have some tea in mine. Otherwise, what's the point here at the Maya Tea Company? And so another good recipe that we have for making a tea-based punch is almost like an Arnold Palmer. It happens to have a cup of white sugar a cup of really strong brewed black tea. I've been like Assam in that recipe. Four cups of orange juice, four cups of pineapple juice, four cups of prepared lemonade, and you'll need a two-liter bottle of ginger ale that's been chilled. In a pitcher or in a punch bowl, combine the sugar and the tea and wait until the sugar dissolves. Then put in the orange juice, the pineapple juice, and the lemonade, and then allow it to chill for three or four hours. Just before you serve the punch, you will want to stir in the ginger ale, and that'll give it the fizz that it wants. So that's a really great version of a recipe that actually has tea in it. I do like that recipe a lot. That is something I would definitely try. It's really simple, and it sounds really tasty. Yeah, it might be even something that I might make. But the problem is there's no alcohol in it, 
at the Mai Tea Company, oh, we drink a lot of tea, but for our parties, mm, we may have to spike it. When we come back, we're going to share with you a couple of holiday punch recipes that actually have some tea and some liquor in it. Stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, my name is Roxanne, and I am with the Maya Tea Company. Now, Manish and the guys know an awful lot about tea, and they have put together some incredible blends. But let's face it, sometimes they still need a woman's touch. I have a special gift for aesthetics, and I've put the finishing touches on most of the tea blends that we make in-house. But I've also created my own blends from scratch. One of my own tea blends has become the number one seller for the Maya Tea Company, the Pomegranate Mojito Green Tea. Pomegranate Mojito mimics one of my favorite bar drinks with fresh green tea, peppermint, lime, and pomegranate. And don't worry, if you're missing that extra kick, this tea tastes incredible with an added ounce of tequila or rum. Don't be afraid to spice up your teas. That's what I do. You can find my Pomegranate Mojito tea, as well as recipes and many tea cocktail ideas at www.mayatea.com. You can save 15% on any of your tea selection, particularly the Pomegranate Mojito. Our coupon code is STEEP. Cheers! Or as we say here in the Southwest, Salute! Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea in studio today with co-host Lisa, talking about all things tea punches. Before the break, we brought you up to speed upon sort of a classic punch recipe and one that's made with actual tea in it. But what if you want to spike yours up for the holiday? That's certainly a great way to keep warm, I think, if you had a spiced and spiked tea punch, don't you think? Absolutely. It would definitely be a way to get the party going, too. Well, one of the most simple and clean recipes that we have is for a spiced tea punch using our very own spicy pear tea from here at the Maya Tea Company. You need to make two cups of spicy pear tea. You need two cups of orange juice, a cup of apple juice, two cups of ginger ale, a cup of rum, and you'll need some cinnamon sticks, like one for each cup to just kind of stir. Now, what you need to do is brew two cups of the spicy pear tea and allow it to cool. We've got instructions on how to brew an excellent cup of hot tea on our website. Once the tea is cool, mix in two cups of orange juice, one cup of apple juice, and the two cups of ginger ale into a pitcher filled with ice. Add the cup of rum and allow it to chill for just a little bit. Divide it up among six glasses and then serve with those cinnamon sticks. I'm sorry. That sounds so good. And it's very easy. You can see that it is very easy. Yeah, it's very simple, but it sounds wonderful. I would definitely try that one, too. Now, we had a couple of Christmas Eve punches, something to have right on December the 24th. The one that we liked the best was something called Grossmutter's Punch, which stands for Grandmother's Punch in Germany. And it's typically consumed at midnight on Christmas Eve. Now, it's actually a reasonably complicated recipe. So if you go to steepingaround.com, you'll see the recipes for all of the punches that we've talked about on the show. But for this one in particular, you'll definitely want to check because it's a little bit complicated given how many ingredients it has and some of the technicality. It sounds great. And I do like the idea of having a little tradition of having it at midnight on Christmas Eve. I don't know. That just sounds very quaint. And I'm usually up 
at midnight on Christmas Eve, trying to put batteries and trying to get everything under the tree properly because I usually don't have too much time before Christmas Eve to do all that. That's so I right. like that idea. So perhaps some midnight punches in your future. Uh, absolutely. Well, most likely what we'll be serving here at the Maya Tea Company is our version of a English Christmas punch. It's a little different than the one that we were talking about from Germany. It's a little simpler to make. You'll need a 750-milliliter bottle of dark rum, a 750-milliliter bottle of dry red wine, three cups of strong tea. I'm going to go with that Assam tea again. A pound of super fine sugar, the juice of one large orange, and the juice of one large lemon. Now, you want to heat, not boil, the wine, the tea, and the lemon and orange juices in a saucepan or even in a chafing dish, which I think is really cool to have it all in a little dish out there. You want to pour the heated mixture into a heat-proof punch bowl. So here's where there's a really interesting step, which I think is fascinating. So you want to take your punch ladle and put as much sugar as you can in it. And then put the rest of the sugar into the punch bowl, the heated punch that's there. Now, you want to saturate that sugar that you have in the ladle with rum. I mean, really coat it all up. And then you're supposed to light the rum in that ladle. I'm sorry, what was that? Yes, you're supposed to ignite that rum and sugar mixture. I guess what it does is it kind of caramelizes the flavor of that sugar and kind of burns it a little bit. I suppose you get those caramely sort of sweet notes that you otherwise wouldn't get. I think it's fascinating. Of course, our recommendation is that you use a metal ladle. And if you are wearing long sleeves, you may want to roll them up. That might not be a bad idea either. Yes, I agree. Roll up your sleeves. (laughs) Then you'll want to put the remainder of the rum into the punch bowl along with that caramelized sugar mixture. You pour it in to the punch while it is still aflame. That's right. And then the whole punch will become a flame. And then you extinguish the flames. Now, they don't tell you how to extinguish the flames. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they're missing that step. So maybe with a lid and take out some of the uh, the oxygen there. But I, I suspect it's probably not true. Well, you're going to be doing this. Exactly. I'll be curious. See I if think I have I... any eyebrows for New Year's. You know what? I, I think I'm going to come to this party just to see that. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure there'll be people taking pictures. <laughs> Then you pour the remainder of the rum into the punch and then serve in glasses. You probably get about uh, eight or nine white wine glasses that you can use for this punch. And I think it'll be a nice party for one and all. Well, when we come back, we are going to switch to the drink that Lisa wants to make the most for this holiday season. It's actually not a punch, but a nog. You definitely want to stay for that recipe. And also, we have a question of the week. Something about tea and breath mints. Something you might need if you ever get caught with somebody you like under a mistletoe. Stay with us here on Steeping Around. everyone, this is Sarah from the Maya Tea Company, and I want to know, what happened to tea time? I know, I know, it seems like this ancient ritual, but it's not all about the porcelain cups and crumpets. It's all about a break from your busy lifestyle. When I was growing up, my parents would sit at the breakfast table together every morning and split a pot of coffee. They'd trade the newspaper back and forth and just enjoy each other before waking the kids up or rushing off to work. That was their American tea time. And now, even that seems old-fashioned. We've entered into this age of breakfast bars and Starbucks drive throughs and any amount of relaxation comes with a little bit of guilt. That's why it's more important than ever to fight for your right to relax. We should be on the front lines for tea time. And it doesn't really matter what you put in your cup. It could be tea... It could be coffee, it could be a smoothie, just a glass of water. 
Just take a moment every day to enjoy yourself, to enjoy your life, and if you do enjoy tea, we can help. We've got something for everybody at www.mayatea.com. And don't forget that coupon code, STEEP. Cheers! back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joining the studio today with co-host Lisa, talking about holiday tea traditions, tea punches. And we have a recipe, which was actually Lisa's favorite. But before we get to that, we want to get to our question of the week. I love it when we get questions from our listeners. Oh, so do I. And this one comes from Eleanor. And she writes in, I have seen these green tea breath mints being sold in stores. And labels claim that the green tea has been proven to freshen breath. And she is wondering, is that true? And if so, how do white, black, and different herbal teas compare? So that's actually a very broad question, because on the one hand, you're talking about breath mints, then there's another segment about just general oral care of your teeth and your gums and so forth. Now, we actually did a show a while back on tea and health. Yeah, show 67. And on that show, we had Dr. Lodog, and she spoke in great detail about doing beneficial things for your mouth, using mostly black tea, I think, in the show, but green tea as well. Most of the studies, though, that are connected with tea and oral health are kind of focused around extracts. And in that case, we actually have clinical evidence that both green tea extracts and black tea extracts do fight bacteria that causes bad breath and just general bacteria in your mouth. Now, her question also alluded to white teas and maybe even oolongs and herbals. Now, I don't think herbal teas have any impact whatsoever because they won't have the polyphenols that white, green, black, and oolong tea have, which is what causes the bacteria fighting ability in the first place. So it seems to me that more than likely, even though we never found any evidence of it, both white and oolong tea would also be good. But here's the funny part of it. What about in a breath mint? The question is, can that minuscule amount of green tea really freshen your breath? Maybe, maybe a little bit. I'm not saying that it won't do anything. There's got to be some impact, but I'm not sure they're going to have the powerful polyphenols that you get from a regular habit of drinking tea. That's the first thing. The second thing is every one of those that we found had peppermint in it. So is it the green tea or is it the peppermint? I think that's where the jury's out. I don't think having the green tea in there is harmful. And I think having the mint in there will certainly freshen the breath. But how much one is doing and how much the other is doing, I think, is going to be a subject of some debate. In my opinion, it's probably more the mint than it is the green tea, at least at that moment. And I hope that moment arrives for any of you this Christmas season, perhaps under mistletoe or at the turn of the new year. You certainly want to have some green tea mints on hand but perhaps not in the stocking as a stuffer. No, I would caution anyone, please don't give breath mints as a stocking stuffer. I'm not quite sure how I would feel if I pulled out some breath mints on Christmas morning. <laughs> Christmas tips from Lisa Durfus. Absolutely. But if you want to know a little bit more about this, again, click on our show. It's number 67. It's called Teeth and Tea. And again, you can find that on Steeping Around, show 67. You can find all of our shows on steepingaround.com. You can also find them on iTunes. And if, like Eleanor, you wanted to send us a question, send it to our email address. We'd love to get your questions. That email address is steep at myat.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at myat.com. 
If you're a fan of the show, you can also fan us on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And, of course, if you want any of the fabulous teas that we talk about here on the show, you can order them from us at mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com. Definitely type in the coupon code STEEP. That's S-T-E-E-P. And you'll get 15% off any of the fabulous teas that we offer. We're now on to Lisa's favorite recipe for the holiday season. But it wasn't a punch. It was a chai nog latte. And I have to tell you, it just sounds ridiculous. Now, the recipe only says it serves one. I can't imagine just making one serving oh, this recipe. Oh, no. There's no way. No. It just sounds so great, and I am so ready to run out there and try this. I absolutely think this is going to be delicious. And it's with eggnog, one of my favorite drinks in the whole wide world. All righty. Well, this recipe, it incorporates six ounces of sweetened chai tea, three ounces of eggnog, three ounces of milk, and then fresh nutmeg and ground cinnamon. And you want to make that chai first. So they say six ounces of sweetened chai tea. Well, take two teaspoons or two tea bags of chai tea and let them steep for four or five minutes in some boiling hot water. And I think you want to add two teaspoons, maybe a tablespoon of sugar to make it sweet. It depends upon where you're at on the sweetness. And that'll give you your six ounces of sweetened chai tea. And then in a small saucepan, you're going to combine the chai, the eggnog, and the milk. And over medium heat, bring up to just under a boil. And then you serve it in your favorite mug. And you top it with a pinch of fresh ground nutmeg and ground cinnamon. And I'm sorry, but that just sounds so delicious. I'm trying it tonight. Thank you very much. I'm going home tonight. I'm making this. It's very decadent. And if you should decide, like me, more than likely, I'll put in a shot of warmed scotch or perhaps a good tip of some brandy. And I think you've got the recipe for a beautiful nightcap. Delicious. Well, I hope you enjoyed our recipe-filled show on holiday tea punches. One of the reasons we ended with the chai nog latte recipe is that's where we're headed after we come back from the holidays. We're going to take a break for a little bit, but in 2013, we begin the new year in kind of a reverse fashion. I was interviewed in a story that's going to appear in Tea Magazine that involved my work with chai tea. And it's funny when they turn the questions on you, how different the interview sounds. But we did record it, and it's really, really great. Katrina Munchello, you'll definitely want to hear what she got out of me for the first two shows when we come back for 2013. Well, I suspect even if December 21st comes and goes, it will not be the end of the world, and the show will go on. So I look forward to doing those shows on Chai Tea. But I do want to thank you all for listening, and thank you, Lisa, for joining me on the show. You are very welcome. And everyone out there, please have a very, very happy holiday. Enjoy it with your family and friends, and make sure you try one of these punches. At least try that Chai Nog Latte. And remember, it's just so great steeping around in the holidays. Mm-hmm.